we we made it through this year. Well, not yet. Uh, we have more. a few more weeks. Twenty one days to go. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll make it through this year. Listeners, welcome to our a special holiday episode. Uh, I'm your co-host, Rob, joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Happy holidays. You guys You guys know what time of year it is? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what time of year is it? Oh, it's Christmas time. That was my impression of Bruce Springsteen in the intro to... Oh, the okay. yeah, yeah, Great yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> People, listeners are going to think that we just spliced that clip in from the song. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Well, uh, we finished up our music uh, season. We've just been cranking them out, friends. Cranking crank. out these episodes. We love to crank. Uh, Co- COVID, is, COVID is good for the content crank. Yep. It's bad for having listeners because people don't have time <laughs> for podcasts. But someday. Um so you know we're gonna we're gonna do a little little holiday special here, and uh, <laughs> Joe Joe picked us out a movie you may not have seen. But <laughs> it's a cult favorite, <laughs> but and we're being you, generous you, with that. You may have seen. I, apparently, there's 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 corners of the internet where clips go around of this. Yeah, that's how I discovered um, it. Someone tweeted yeah. the opening scene, and I was like, "Well, we have to talk about this." Yes. So we are. Unfortunately, more co- happens after that opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we're talking about Santa's sleigh now, not just S L E I G H nope. sleigh. This ain't your daddy's sleigh. No, Santa's sleigh. And I have a bone to pick immediately, and that mm-hmm. is this. Any any you know uh, patrons would know this, or it's came out otherwise. You two are earnest stands and you continually push the earnest and the earnest cinematic universe on <laughs> yeah what's the problem is that why you chose this because last year we talked about earnest saves christmas and on it they're making a movie called santa's sleigh so i i'm glad you brought it up because i watched this and i'm like is this the movie that the dude <laughs> is supposed to make in earnest saves christmas that he won't because it's obscene yeah this was this it, was in my notes, and I'm very glad you mentioned that. I wonder that too, and I, I was, I, I'll admit I didn't look that hard, but I was unable to get confirmation one way or the other if that's how the, that if that's the genesis of this film. But I'll admit I didn't really look that hard. <sighs> more more big earnest being pushed on us. <laughs> this is uh this is the mank of earnest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Santa's list. So here, here's too long didn't read. Um, if someone sends you this clip or you see the Santa sleigh clip, it's worth your couple minutes. Oh, that's someone, yeah, the beginning is is hilarious. If someone says watch Santa sleigh, you don't need to do that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, this movie <laughs> is uh, it starts out a cold open, guys, of um, a uh, a family all played by Jewish celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, James Caan. We've got uh, King. We've got. Uh, I thought you were like correcting my. No, I just love. I just love James Caan. Don't you? James yeah. James Caan uh, chasing some more of that elf glory money. <laughs> he definitely is the loser of the uh, who's going to be the 
biggest star out of the Godfather. Um, well, but that's those t- tough I mean, competition. He was, he was bankable for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he was, fine. He was. In he mis- did very well. He, he He's in, the Ringo of the Godfather. He was in misery. Um. Yeah, I'm not. You know, it's you know, Ringo had the All Star Band. <laughs> He he outlived two of the key leads. Well, so did Ringo. Uh, yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. So okay, so uh, also part of this family is um, Fran Drescher. Is Fran Drescher, who, by the way, Fox. Joe, yes, absolutely, uh, and uh, also um, Chris, uh, Catan. Chris Catan. You remembered? Were, remember him? Yeah, we, we, we open this up you, with you ripping on James Conn while Chris Kattan's sitting right over there at the other side of the table. Chris Kattan, whose, I think, most memorable character was that weird mango dude. <laughs> yes. Or the Night at the Roxbury, I guess. Oh, guy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Night at the Roxbury is the guy. So, yeah. you know, ever, everyone's like 18th favorite SNL cast <laughs> member. That's so, being very generous. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so all of a sudden, Santa comes down down the chimney, uh, played explodes, by Bill Goldberg, who we will. What's that? Doesn't it kind of explode? Or yeah, he just, yeah, yeah, just like, kind of, man's out of it. Yeah. Well, if you've seen Bill Goldberg, if you've seen Goldberg wrestle, you know he can't really bend over. Mm-hmm. So he, he has no choice but to punch his way out of that. Uh, out of that fireplace. We'll get to more of that later, but as Rob would agree, the stiffest wrestler of all time. So he he blasts out of there, and then suddenly he starts killing everyone at this Christmas dinner through... I think he drowns Fran Drescher in eggnog. <laughs> After setting her hair on fire. That's right, he does set her hair on fire. Um... <laughs> He stabs like silverware into James Conn's hands. So he can't. So his hands are resting on the table, and he stabs stabs through them, so he can't lift his hands. Up. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he eventually kills them all. And then, uh, did, did you notice how James Conn tries to free himself? No. How did he try? There's this a shot of him like leaning down and trying to bite the handle of the knife and pull it out with his mouth. <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And, and that is the end of us seeing that family and those uh, bit celebrities um, in James Conn. Uh, James Conn cashes his check and he's done. Yes. Un- uncredited role. So that starts the movie. And I, we don't need to go into the old details of this, but essentially... <laughs> there is a mythology. It's a slasher movie where Santa is the bad guy. Yes. And the mythology you need to know, which actually outside of the beginning is my favorite part. They do like the, the, old, yeah, like, the animation. The animation, like the claymation stuff from like uh, I don't know if it's claymation. What what, what is what's that called? That little animation they would do with it's like stop motion animation. Stop motion. I mean, it yeah, claymation or stop. Claymation motion. is stop motion that uses clay. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, we learned that essentially, uh, Santa a thousand years ago was like uh, it was the day of slaying for Christmas, and he he lost a curling match. <laughs> Uh, so that because that he now has to deliver presents for a thousand years um, for a millennium. That yeah, is... but now it's over, and yeah. now he can start slaying again. And he doesn't really like Christmas. Um, and we have I will say we have a bunch of people. I want to shout out a person who I enjoy a lot only because of like one role. Saul Rubinek is in this as the deli old, uh, the deli guy, and I okay. know him from True Romance, and he's just delightfully over the top in True Romance, and uh, I really enjoy that movie. So it was fun seeing him. 
Um, we have, uh, um, I don't know how to say her name, Emile de Raven or whatever from uh, Lost, pre-Lost. Yep. Pre, yeah, this was this movie was 2005, so this is like right before Lost, I think. Yeah. I, I feel like Lost, I feel like within six months of this, she had her big break. And she's perfectly fine in this movie. Like, that's what's great about it is everyone actually, like, no one really mails it in, I don't think, and everyone is fairly adequate except yeah. the male lead oh uh, the the boy is so one of the most charismaless awful actors i've ever seen and he's like the one we have to spend the most time with and he's had like a career like he's in uh big little lies and he's been in i think like some other shows like percy jackson and stuff so we don't need to go do you guys is there any more we want to go i will say one scene i want to bring up is when santa goes to the strip club and <laughs> Uh, he kills a bunch of strippers. Uh, I will say, uh, you know, a little bit of romance because Christmas season often has romance. Uh, Bill Goldberg uh, ended up meeting his wife in that scene. Uh, she was one of the strippers. <laughs> Come and on, marrying her Are they still together? Because this was 15 years ago. Listen, I, I haven't, I, I haven't dug into what Bill Goldberg is up to right now, but I think so. I think uh, they are still together. Oh, the other thing is uh, Dave Thomas, uh, not the Wendy's Dave Thomas, yeah. but the SCTV a million other things dave thomas is has a bit part and he's he's pretty funny i mean dave thomas can't not be funny but he's funny as a a preacher who just uses the collection money to go to the strip club yeah yeah uh so that's 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 santa sleigh i don't know if there's more we guys want to talk about with this it is amazing how long 70 minutes felt <laughs> so it's we got to, this should have been a 45 minute uh episode of uh, i don't want to say x-files because even the worst x-files were a little better than this tales from the crypt or something yeah oh yeah that's a good one yeah 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 uh, like this is a tales from the crypt that for some reason got uh drug out to be like twice as long well it, okay so as joe mentioned i think he mentioned brett ratner produced this and not only that but the guy who directed it um, David Steinman. I could be wrong on this, but I read somewhere that he was just essentially Ratner's assistant. Like, yeah, not like a director. I've just like assistant, like his gopher. Like, give me yeah. coffee. <laughs> I will say it's cool. He let that dude make a movie. Yeah, and he gave him. I mean, they must have had connections to get these people in it. I mean, this is the only thing he's done, as far as I know. Um, but uh, Brett Ratner used his rush hour cachet to. Yeah, if you think Brett Ratner is a bad director, imagine his assistant. <laughs> it's uh, like the whole movie you... is like, what if we made old people swear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's literally a part where uh, an old guy, the grandpa's walking up the stairs and he farts, and then the grandson smells how bad his fart is. That's a scene, and the R word is also used. Yeah, a couple times. Uh, it is uh, a very static movie. It's it's not well shot, and it doesn't look good. But it does have Bill Goldberg in it, and uh, I know Joe. Part of the reason you picked this is you want to talk about Bill Goldberg. Yeah, the, like it's. I'm checking. It's not out so much now, about the movie I, I itself. I don't the, know anything about Bill Goldberg, so you know. It, it's, it's a Goldberg delivery device so that we could just complain about him because he sucks yeah so uh so for duff and anyone else bill goldberg was a former nfl player who in the like late 
90s got a big push uh in wcw it's one of the, the wrestling brands uh and a, a massive push and his whole thing was if you see goldberg his former football player the dude's huge he is ripped yeah he is uh you know no question he's a, a monster giant strong man uh and what they did is they would bring him in and they started a uh, essentially a streak with him which uh essentially they were like what if he just what if we had him show up and he didn't lose okay so guys i did some re- i did more research than i needed to <laughs> um this is this is prime duff content right here i want you guys to know the streak started the first time he shows up is on september 22nd 1997 and uh he's out there and like the announcers are just even saying like we don't we don't know anything about this guy like normally we do our research or anything about this guy. The person he's fighting. Here's the name of the guy. You ready? Okay. He has two names. First <laughs> name is his first name is Hugh. Okay. <laughs> Jazz. And his last name is Morris. So he's Hugh Morris. Humorous. Mm-hmm. Oh come on. <laughs> that attitude era. <laughs> I know this isn't WWE. But. So essentially, I mean, but I actually think it's funny because, like, there's, you know, a, a, a long tradition of just people you bring in there called jobbers. jobbers. Yeah. And to, to name your jobber humorous. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's actually a pretty wonderful, uh, in my mind, a pretty wonderful flex. Uh, so we got that. We got Goldberg. And he starts winning. And what makes it great is uh, if you didn't notice from watching this movie, He's not very good on the microphone. He's not. He's not. He's not charismatic. He's just a big guy. Not good so with most, the one-liners. Yeah. So most of his matches, actually, I think, at least for a while, he didn't say anything. He would just like win and then walk off, and then you know, buzz about the streak started building, and uh, he ended up winning 173 straight matches. So that's from September 22nd, 1997, until ready for this. He didn't lose his first match until December twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight. So essentially, over two or over a year of him continuously winning, which is like a lot. That sucks. Um, so he just kept winning. And a couple things about him: Joe mentioned this before. He's a stiff worker. So what that means is uh, wrestling is fake. We all know this. Joe and I are wrestling fans. We're aware. You're not. Please, if someone tells you they're a wrestling fan, do not say, isn't it fake? Like, yes. So is Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, but can, so, you can so still get movies. really seriously yeah. hurt doing it, though. Like, there's yes. still, it's still very painful and acrobatic. Yeah, yeah, for well, sure. Except what Goldberg, well, Goldberg brings the pain part, but not the acrobatic part. Yeah, I mean, actually, in his first match, he does do, like, a backflip just standing there. So he's, like, kind of showing off, like, his athleticism. But he was really stiff. And what that means is, essentially, he was a guy who wasn't good at faking. (laughs) So he would, like, when he was, like, doing punches or kicks or slams, he wasn't good at, like, making sure the wrestler didn't take the brunt of the force, which is, you know, sort of like a complicated dance that's happening in there when they wrestle. So a couple, couple Goldberg stories. Uh, number one, I mentioned he works stiff. Here's an example. Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, one of the best wrestlers of all time. His career essentially got cut short because he was working a match with uh, Goldberg, and Goldberg like went to kick him and just kicked him, like literally kicked him in the face. 
which you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to sell it a little bit. So he was like, he like actually kicked him in the face, and then like he had like terrible headaches and migraines, and then like a couple weeks later he had a stroke, and that was kind of that. So thanks Goldberg, you ended Bret the Hitman Hart's career. Um, he was a bad wrestler. He's just a little big dude. And now on the other hand, I give credit to WCW for like taking a guy who's pretty one dimensional and selling him into like a massive star by just like being smart about like, yeah, just have him win and walk away. (laughs) And another example of how bad he is, is like the best matches in wrestling are pretty long. Uh, I was reading that the best match that Goldberg had that most people would agree was about a 10 minute match against Diamond Dallas Page, who's a good wrestler. But another example, like he just couldn't carry a match for very long. Just like he couldn't carry a 70 minute movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um so that is my that is my Goldberg dump. He's still wrestling. It's funny how I and I get why they do it because of Santa. Uh but in this movie it's funny how they make numerous fat jokes about him. Yeah, which, which don't which don't land at all because even in the weird Santa suit, it's like he looks like an action figure came to life. And one one funny thing is Goldberg is Jewish, and most of the people in this movie are Jewish, um, which is just I don't know. I think that's amusing. I don't know if it's necessarily important, but it, it's 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 weird. I I don't know if it's weird. It's notable because it's a Christmas movie, so I do, I yeah. don't know what that means and the deli owner is i mean there are lots of jewish <laughs> he people. gets killed with uh he gets uh, killed with a uh menorah menorah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's a shame <laughs> hate to He's, see it he seemed real nice he was one of the nicer characters in the movie yeah yeah it's the guy from true romance who i just uh, oh, think yeah. is so fun uh so i did not i read this guys uh apparently if you make it to the end of the film like through the credits Santa says who's next <laughs> which is like the Goldberg line that he would say during his streak so uh, as as Joe said this is definitely a Goldberg delivery device and I guess for better or for worse it delivered do you think did Goldberg think that he was going to get a bump from this movie you know I don't know because there's actually like a pretty long history of wrestlers in movies yeah um that's what i mean i mean do you i'm just wondering if he thought that this was his big break whereas i think most other people in this movie are like ah it's a check it's fun whatever well there's also a long history of wrestlers being offered something and and asking how much so (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it probably was a way to make some money too it's a very easy way to make money compared to actually wrestling um, yeah, so I was trying to think of uh, uh, famous wrestlers in movies, right? Um, and uh, I was thinking, like, maybe the most famous is, is uh, Hulk Hogan. Thunderlips. And, and, yeah, is that Rocky Three? That was Rocky Three. Okay. And then his starring vehicles, uh, he had... Suburban Commando, Suburban right? Suburban Commando, and then there's a nanny one, right? Um. Santa. Yes. Well, the, uh, guys, there's a Christmas movie. Santa with muscles has Hulk Hogan. Oh, I what? Don't know I did not one. know this. I Santa with muscles. Uh, oh boy. Have you seen Mis- it, Mister? No, I've not. Uh, Santa with muscles. Hulk Hogan. Yep. Uh, so there's Santa with muscles. 
uh, Mr. Nanny, I think. I was. saw that in the movie theater, pretty that sure. That one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> movie uh, theater. Is that the one with Christopher Lloyd, where Christopher Lloyd hires him? Talk about that... another guy who doesn't say no. Yeah, well. <laughs> when you're a character actor, you don't get to say no. <laughs> I suppose yeah. that might be true. Uh, it might be true. In uh, the other, the other one that I think is like maybe one of the most beloved like wrestlers is uh, turned like in a movie role is Roddy Roddy Piper and they live. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's that's one I was thinking, but maybe you're coming to it. Um, Andre the Giant in yeah, Princess Bride. Go. That's mm-hmm. probably the most beloved. One yeah, you're probably right. right. You're probably right. I guess I guess the Piper they live one is more like cult favorite sort of thing. Uh, speaking of of cult favorite, I be remiss if i did not mention uh tor johnson who you probably know from ed wood movies uh if you you've seen him before like they're halloween masks of him. he is uh an ogre of a man like old school wrestler and he was a swedish wrestler who just wound up playing like the big lumbering giant in a bunch of bad b movies oh he's earlier earlier than like the 80s rise of it then oh yeah this was like the 50s and 60s nice also duff i'm disappointed you haven't mentioned your your um yeah that's where i was gonna go that's what i was gonna mention the the, uh i don't the the best one i think i don't think of him as actor i think of him as a politician (laughs) yeah jesse Jesse ventura jesse the body ventura from uh Part of our library, The Running Man, mm-hmm. and of course, That's right. Predator. Yeah, yeah, of and course, Predator. Predator. Uh, Both just absolutely sublime performances, in my opinion. He's uh, awesome. The best color commentary guy for wrestling too ever. I think. I just a great voice overall. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gorilla, yeah. Gorilla Monsoon, <laughs> just always taking I'll, the heel I'll side. Tell you I, what, lo- I loved him uh, as a, as a ring announcer or as a, uh, as a TV announcer. He was great. And then, uh, and then the other, uh, some more, uh, obviously there's some obvious ones we'll get to, but uh, Kevin Nash, who actually is the guy who ended Goldberg's um, streak. Oh, uh, I was going to ask like, you who did it. Okay. Yeah, and Magic Mike. Uh, he, yeah, Kevin Nash did it when Razor Ramon, actually Scott Hall at that point, tased Goldberg <laughs> with a taser, and then that's oh, how Kevin Nash was able how to How dare win, he? So. Yeah. Uh, Batista, it's turned out, Batista for a wrestler who was not very charismatic has been fantastic in movies. Uh, obviously, at least in Guardians. Obviously, there's uh, The Rock. Yeah, so uh, The yeah. Rock is, you know, Megasar. And also the other guy who I... Like, The Rock makes sense. John Cena has actually yeah. uh, shocked me and been, like, he's, a very fun actor in movies. He's very funny. He has very good delivery. Yeah. Yeah, I and I... That was a wrestler. Joe and I were not fans. No, but he sucks. And uh, I, I only an uh, I knew he was a wrestler, but I only know him. Uh, I think he was in uh, obviously Blockers, but he's in Sisters, and he's in uh, uh, what the what was the Amy Sh- Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's like yeah, you're right. Just a, just a funny, good sense of timing guy in movies. Um, so yeah, and obviously The Rock is is I mean most wrestlers die before they can be an actor. <laughs> yeah, and I think The Rock might be the only guy who's like. Considering a dude who was an absolute superstar in wrestling is like even bigger star in Hollywood. That's the only guy that I think actually, you know, yeah, surpassed their wrestling um, stardom. Batista, Batista might do yeah. that too. I mean, he's. I didn't uh, know he was a wrestler until I, I didn't know who he was before Guardians. So 
But I mean, yeah. I, I knew who the Rock. I knew the Rock was a wrestler. Uh, yeah, that's 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 true. That could happen. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, Joe, I know you have you have a question. Yeah, and that, that's actually I'll I'll go first, and it'll be a nice bridge because you you forgot somebody. Oh, I'm but I'm going to use them in my movie though, so it's oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. So I thought we could pitch a holiday wrestler movie. Now I think it'd be nice if we did something around this time of year, but I I didn't want to limit you guys, so it could be I said any holiday, any okay. re- wrestler living, or as you said, probably they're probably dead because yeah. wrestlers don't set for a variety of reasons, largely because of the working conditions industry. and it's dangerous. That's why the McMahons must be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get off on an anti-McMahon tangent. I mean, they, they're they up there with the people who own the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory for, <laughs> yes. for body need, count up there. We need an Upton Sinclair-esque author to write like a jungle book about, <laughs> how many about pe- wrestling. How, how many people has Vince McMahon killed? <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean... I mean just i mean number one by working them like mules and then not giving them health care mm-hmm. or just by having them do dangerous things they died at. and turning yeah. a blind eye to, to steroids until he couldn't anymore yeah. i mean he was on steroids yeah <laughs> yeah 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 he was so but anyway i digress so i said any holiday holiday any wrestler okay so i i thought i'll start for the reasons I already mentioned. So I'm, I'm going to go Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I, this is ha- this is definitely hack. Uh, I apologize in advance. And I still, I've been thinking about this all day and I haven't totally flushed this out yet, but I, I could start with a concept here. And then I thought we could riff a little bit because I think you guys could help me make this better. Now, my favorite wrestler loves to make lists. And so does Santa Claus. Okay. That is why my Santa Claus is none other than Chris Jericho. Who's in MacGruber. Yep, that's what I was thinking, because we've been talking about that a lot lately. So. Yeah. So, yeah, Chris Jericho, I think he's been in some other movies, too. Yeah, I know he's been in some other movies, too, but none, of course, as impactful as MacGruber. And one weird thing is when he's in movies, he's credited with his like his like regular name, not his wrestling name. He's a man of many talents with yeah. between movies, wrestling, his band Fozzy, mm-hmm. which is the stars. one of the weirdest uh, band names ever. Really funny. But so I he, Chris Jericho uh, loves to make lists. And if you, you know, search Jericho list, I'm sure some promos of his will come up from his wrestling day, days on YouTube. Well, not that he is wrestling again now, I guess. So I want him to play Santa. And Chris Jericho is often aggrieved. Would you agree, mm-hmm. Rob? Yes. Feels disrespected. And I think that comes from a place of, uh, like, a real place because he was overlooked for so long and disrespected mm-hmm. by by McMahon. Smaller wrestler, course. too, so often that's reason. Yep. So I want him to play Santa, and Santa is sick and tired. Every year, he makes a list of the kids who are naughty and who are nice. Mm-hmm. He's checking it twice he gives them all these gifts does he get a thank you did you guys write thank you letters to santa no no did you did you duff Mm -mm. well santa's tired of it so chris jericho santa is going to grab this list and, and he is going to travel the world 
demanding thank yous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think this has a lot of comic potential. I mean, you could go a dark route and make this violent, like he's going to kill these kids because they didn't say thank you or something. But I think it's just better as him just because he's a really funny guy. Yeah. And the, the, the more upset he is, the funnier it is. Yeah. So, so what you need is you need to have like a set of kids that decide to stand up to the Santa and, and like home alone him essentially. We can just get Jericho with pratfalls and getting mad as these kids continually like throw water balloons at him or something. <laughs> That's what you need. We need him. We need he's going to threaten like if you don't say thank you, I'm not giving you gifts anymore. And these kids yeah. need to not care. Yeah. And he's not going to walk away. No. No, this is a that's, this is a good one. So I maybe like yeah, we could combine the list gimmick and then get a Home Alone thing going. We might have something here. I don't know if Duff, can you think of any anywhere we could go with this? Uh, I'm trying to think of what the third act would be, and I'm I'm drawing up a blank. Like what what? That's is exactly the, what I was having trouble with too. Yeah. Well, listen, we give that to the, the professionals. We're not listen. We're we're not going to deliver a full script for free. <laughs> We're we're concept guys. We're not. Yeah. Hey, we don't want to be like those Marvel dorks and have everything laid out before we go in the theater. <laughs> yep. And then is... we fire the director three weeks into them making the movie, and it ends up sucking. <laughs> yeah. That's more of uh, a, a Star Wars thing, I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll go next off unless you have yours ready. I have mine ready, but you can go. Um. So I, I went. I'm going a little different. I'm also going with the Christmas movie, Joe. Okay. And I. I find it's really difficult for me to find uh, Christmas movies I like, unless it's like, you know, you take a movie like Die Hard that just takes place in Christmas or something. But, like, it's hard for me to really enjoy a Christmas movie unless it, like, balances that, like, earnestness. Because I actually don't want, like, mean-spirited Christmas. I want to feel good. Yeah. But not, like, schlocking over the top. Sure. Like, er- so, like, like Ernest was Ernest. <laughs> So, <laughs> thank you, Duff. I'm going to go with one of the most genuine, warm human beings to to grace this earth, and still is gracing this earth. Thankfully, I'm going with mankind as oh. Santa Claus. Oh, mm. wonderful! That's a good one. And 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 you know, or Mick Foley, if you're not a yeah, I was going to say, is he in the mankind character, or is he ple- no? Is he Mick yeah, Foley? The ma- He's the ma- Mick Foley. The mankind okay. character would be kind of a weird Santa, <laughs> or is he? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is he dude love? Or Cactus Jack? Uh, he's just, he's just, he's just, he's he's playing, he's not any of those characters. He's just Mick Foley, just playing a genuine, wonderful Santa Claus. And I don't have a plot, I don't have a story, I just, I just can't imagine a more wonderful Santa Claus than Mick Foley. Yeah. You could really make a good slapstick one with him, too, of, uh, like, a clumsy Santa. I mean, there's a lot of room for uh, accidents with Santa's yeah. whole shtick. Flying in a sleigh, landing on a roof, <laughs> sliding down a chimney. By God! <laughs> I mean, so I we've, mean, got, if, we've got potential for some comic pratfalls here. And a guy yeah. who is, would be great at doing it. Or we just go warmth and we just redo Miracle on 34th Street again with him. Just, I'd, I'd like to see that. Just, you know, just Mick Foley being wonderful. All right, what do you got here, Tuff? Uh, so I watched wrestling, but stopped around, I don't know, 94-ish or so. So mine mm-hmm. is going back a little older. And so this is going to weave together a, a couple things I love. But one of them 
was one of my favorite uh, feuds from okay. very early 90s. Like, oh I, my God. I don't know. So You're speaking my language here, Duff. And this, uh, this also weaves together uh, something that sounds weird at first, but I'll explain it. So, <laughs> Can I just the, guess what the feud will be? Can I just guess real quick? Go ahead. Is it Ted DiBiase and Virgil? No. But that, <laughs> but, but, but that is, yeah, I do love that. Uh, where, okay, I'm sorry. Where it was more or less uh, Virgil, who's a black man and is the million dollar man servant, more or less fighting for his liberation and freedom. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Okay, uh, I'm sorry so, to interrupt you. So, here, so here's where mine uh, takes a little turn, but I'll, I'll start. Uh, if your state has a state fair, there is a good chance that there is uh, some type of uh, traveling snake wrangler who <laughs> just like goes around. Uh, and at the Minnesota State Fair, they like s- Ernest. Yes, kind of oh. like Ernest. Uh, Big Ernest. <laughs> so at the Minnesota State Fair, they, there's this little tent called Bob Snake Zoo. And oh you love Bob Snake Zoo, man. Did you go in there when you were there, Rob? Uh, no, you pointed it out. No, I, I think we might have walked through it with, with my son. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's like two bucks. It's, yeah, you walk around like you go it's like It's just a bunch of and snakes and lizards in a terrarium and some dude's like, two bucks, please. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, but this, I've, I know that this, you know, it's kind of like if you're a carny, you go where the fair goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh so Jake the Snake Roberts, mm-hmm. one of one of my all time favorite wrestlers back in the day, uh, and because this is a Christmas movie, uh, he has a son, and it's him and his boy on the road. And now this is where I might need a little help. Uh, uh, some somewhere along the line, they they run afoul of earthquake. <laughs> the wrestler, not the actual natural, not okay, the natural disaster, but not the natural disaster. Yeah, yeah uh, right. <laughs> um, for anyone who didn't watch wrestling in the early '90s, earthquake was maybe a 400 pound, <laughs> five foot seven, just a. He was not in shape. Like his gimmick, I mean, his wrestler name was Earthquake, so that tells mm-hmm. you what you yeah. need to know. His, yep, and he he wore terrible onesies. Yeah. His whole gimmick was for it's like a uh, big fat guy. You you stomp around, yeah, and that was his whole. He'd thing. Sit on people and stuff yeah. too. Uh, so, him and Jake Roberts had a feud in the nineties. So in, in my <laughs> in my movie, and uh, I I didn't work it out of how uh, Jake Roberts. It would be through no fault of his own because in this movie Jake Roberts is the good guy. Uh, he runs a foul of earthquake. Earthquake takes his snake, Damien. <gasps> Oh, and wow. and Jake well, the, and Jake the Snake Roberts and his boy, it, it's Christmas time, and Santa helps them get that snake back. How about this? Can I? Do you mind if I expand and bring another wrestler in? Go ahead. Ted whose music is starting up right now? The Million Dollar Man. So Jake the Snake has a rare, rare snake, and and he. He is a conservationist. He's trying to breed the snake so that he could reintroduce <laughs> it to the wild. Ted DiBiase wants it as a pet, and Jake the Snake refuses to sell it to him. So Ted DiBiase <laughs> sends Earthquake after him, like the the bearded motorcycle guy in Raising Arizona, to try to uh, get that snake from Jake the Snake Roberts. There we go. Can I can I add a little flavor to the um, yeah spice spice up the stew? 
Well, I just want I want to give people I want people to understand how absurd wrestling was. <laughs> so I want I was curious about the Jake the Snake earthquake feud. All right, you're gonna talk and, about the the climax, right? Um, yes. Is that okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so spoiler, uh, yeah, spoiler <laughs> for those of you tuning into WrestleMania Seven and beyond. Um, earthquake uh, instigates a feud of Jake the Snake. Um. Uh, when he squashed Earthquake, squashed Jake the Snake's snake. Which he, do you guys remember the name of the snake? Damien. Damien. His name yes. is Damien. Damien. Yeah, he he got Jake the Snake tangled up in the rope, so he had to watch. Yes. I, now, I, he sat on the bag, right? I remember. Yes. I remember that not, vividly. I remember watching that and just being horrified. Oh, me too. So later on, uh, Earthquake, uh, he cooked. Quake burgers on a grill <laughs> served them to Vince McMahon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Lord Alfred Hayes. But then later he revealed that the meat was ground from Damien's carcass. Oh, God. <laughs> Bobby the Brain had already eaten three or four of the burgers. Uh, and so uh, Hayes got sick and threw up. Vince got angry and knocked the trail of Earthquake's hands, which knocked all the burgers onto the floor and they continue to feud now fun reality fact on this i've i've got some news for you so people know no snakes were harmed in the making of this there was not a snake in that bag when he did that oh thank god it was (laughs) it was pantyhose stuffed with hamburger and a small motor (laughs) a small motor why the yeah so like that way when the bag looked like it was moving around and there was a snake in there there was just pantyhose stuffed with hamburger and a little small motor that was shaking around in the bag you know it's it's the little touches that that's pretty good (laughs) i remember i remember the earthquake did like a little dance he did his stomp move around the bag like multiple times making jake and jake the snake is just crying tears coming yeah. down his face what genuinely a, horrifying scene if you're because we were what eight eight I mean, or nine oh something like that what a wonderful wonderful moment man unbelievable okay i'm sorry continue with your movie no that, that i mean that's about it is santa <laughs> somehow they meet up with santa and you know santa it's christmas he does them a solid and they they vanquish earthquake and get the snake back the nice thing is we can like make a kind of a road movie too Go yeah. from state fair to state fair, mm-hmm. while earthquakes yeah. in pursuit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, road trip movies are real fun. And I then like you that. can have like like the best scenes are like the rich, uh, evil guy who won't get his hands dirty, uh, like in Billy Madison uh, with um, what's his name the the idiot from West Wing and oh, Brad- uh, Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford, like in his office, like getting angrier and angrier at Billy foiling his plans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You could do this. Ted DiBiase would eat eat that up, and we could bring Virgil in too. He could be his yeah. assistant there. <laughs> Amazing. These all right. are all three wonderful. Listen, WDB Network, you can do this. Yeah, yeah. hire us to do it. Yeah, guys, um, we've had uh, we've 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 you know we finished Forest Cup Minute, and we've put out. I was going to say this. We put up a lot of content. Are you doing a podcast wrapped, unwrapped thing now? I am. I am. Um, but no, I mean we've um, we've put a lot out there. So a um, lot of lot of seasons are out there for uh, listeners to listen. We've done um, Rock Docs. We just finished up. We did Monster Rehash. We did Erotic Thrillers. 
Um, we did problematic faves when the year first started. Um, so yeah, we, we, two, three, four, five, like four or five seasons we did this year. So, uh, we're the best. And, uh, and, and if you want to listen to more, we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash the midnight boys. We have uh, new episodes up there all the time. Next week, we're doing an episode on Pan's Labyrinth. We had, uh, we randomly chose a Patreon to decide what our paid episode would be. And they chose Pan's Labyrinth. Thank God. Thank God. I'm very excited to rewatch that movie. So, yeah, I was like, someone paid me to watch a movie I own and love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie's yeah. good. What are we even talk about? Yeah, so that's that's true. Well, I'm I'm excited to to dive into that, and uh, you know, happy holidays and uh, and and you know, happy New Year to you guys. Yeah, you too. Tis the season. Tis the yep. season. We made it, and someday, someday, we'll get these wrestling movies that we just <laughs> wrote. This <laughs> better get some for. money out of it. Yeah. Um, WWE Network, contact us. We'll, we'll, we'll write your scripts. Oh God, I'd have so much fun doing that. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. I guess we should announce our next season. Uh, we're gonna take a little little break for a few weeks, but then uh, we're gonna jump back into it. We're gonna talk about Bond movies, which is yeah, not in our wheelhouse. So like, it will be fun to kind of um, you know go through the different Bonds. Kind of breaking our own rule, or at least the rule I kind of always remember is that I said I didn't want to talk about movies that everyone else talks about. Yeah. But I will make an exception with Bond because I think for all of us, it's uh, a little bit of a blind spot, some more than others. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I'm going into it with an open mind, but it's, it's never clicked with me overall. And I, a lot of my friends loved it or still do love it and i'm maybe i can piece it together maybe it'll click with me now yeah so we're gonna do one for each of the bonds each of the different actors that have played bonds so we'll we'll do six different bond movies and uh i'm excited to just uh you know shorthand sort of go through this sort of franchise and uh at the very least we could talk about uh which bonds we like or don't like as we move through it um, all right. Well, happy new year and, uh, have, enjoy your holidays and be careful on Christmas day that Santa doesn't burst through that are uh, uh, washed up. Keep Russell your hands burst, off the table burst and ladies the make sure that Turkey is nice and moist. Yes. <laughs> and don't get drowned in eggnog like old, like old Fran. That's how she became uh, the nanny. 